In this episode of The Full Nerd, Core i9 versus Threadripper, Raid, dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign, NVIDIA Max-Q, and what's behind the Radeon shortage. Hey everybody, welcome to The Full Nerd, episode 24, recorded on June 5th, 2017. I'm Gordon Maung with co-host Brad Charkas. I'm supposed to be on vacation this week, but I'm so excited about this stuff, I came in just to talk came about it. Came in just to, he's Woo! so dedicated. Reviews editor, Elena Yee. Hey everybody. And controlling the vertical and horizontal is Adam Patrick Murray. Uh, today's show brought to you by Brad's birthday. Happy birthday. Oh my gosh, Soon really? to be happy birthday, Not today, Brad. no. Oh, but uh, Adam doxing birthday. me on the internet. Yeah, happy yeah. doxing day. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to go to Denny's? Den- I understand you can get a free breakfast at Denny's if you go. Oh, I went to Applebee's the other day and I got like an ice cream with some chocolate on it. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Well, okay. S- sorry, Brad. I, I just I, I had to uh, say say happy birthday. So <laughs> <laughs> thanks, dude. So, okay, but I before we lose everybody, because I know this is exciting stuff, Core i9, this is the reason why Brad came in on his day off, on his birthday almost, Core i9 Threadripper, Raid, dollar sign, dollar sign, well, I will explain what the hell that means, <laughs> and for those people that are watching other live streams, I'm not going to say whose live stream, we are monitoring it in case of breaking news events happen, but we are not going to let you down like the other live stream where they're going to like... <laughs> Not do anything exciting. We're gonna. I don't. I really don't believe that there will be anything exciting coming out of there. The excitement is right here. It's all on the PC. I'm gonna kick it off. Core i9 Threadripper, which of course we can say now because Computex has passed. All that. All the embargoes are lifted. 18 core Core i9 versus 16 core Threadripper. Bam. So if I remember correctly, we uh we took bets on uh pricing. We did. Yeah. Uh does anyone oh, remember this? Right. Yeah, I, I don't months. remember how much. I should have prepared. Sure we were wrong. I, I think I went with 1100. What for Threadripper or for No, for Core I9 we were talking about. I think we went with I think I went Oh, no right. I think no. I can't remember anything, everybody. Uh, all I know, all I, think I know, I went with eleven hundred for Threadripper. We still don't know pricing for that. I don't think. Nope. So nope. that's still a mystery. So we don't have to eat any paper yet. Yeah. Good. Well, we, My we stomach is safe paper. for the moment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, well, should we? Wait, I can't even. But the Core Nine prices are kind of crazy, y'all. They are nuts. <laughs> kind of crazy. What's crazy? Once Gordon gets into it, is that the ten core part is seven hundred dollars less than it was last year, mm-hmm. which. Sucks if you bought one last yeah. year. I'm trying to pull up the price list, which I think I have in a story, which I haven't finished reading. Well, I mean, yet, so. I, I'd like to say that, you know, I, I did at least say that the, the new one, the new high end will slot in at, at 1750 So I, th- I think I was the uh, the closest in terms of uh, uh, Wheel of Fortune. I was rules. around there. I was around there. I think I was 1700 I think I said a thousand dollars, right? <laughs> yeah, you did. You did. <laughs> but wait, wait. Let's see how. But were, but, we, were we talking about Threadripper or were we talking about Core Nine? We were Core talking I9. about Core Nine. We, we did both. We did Man, both. I don't remember anything. All right, so I Gordon actually have. I would throw the gauntlet down with a thousand dollars. All right, let me see if I can do a preview oh. on this because then that I was some wishful thinking. That was wishful thinking. Well, but I think I was right because isn't there a thousand dollar? There is a part that's a thousand dollars, I think. But it's, it's uh, not the four the top. four core, <laughs> four core core i nine is stuff. Yeah, there just is kidding. just a lot of crazy stuff. To, yeah, that we it's can, really strange the lineup. I mean, we're going to get to it as soon as Gordon has the uh, the yeah, chart up. I'm, but I'm not prepared. Here, carbonite sickness. Oh, you have it right there. I think so. I think this is it. But I think so. The interesting. I here what I want to talk about is because look, check this out. 
Uh, I don't see. I got that's you the, covered. I got you covered. Look. All right, that's nice. All right, I got this one's nice too. Look, check this out. So I got. So what? Let's kick this off. Nobody so, can see this. <laughs> nobody can see it because I haven't even run the story yet. But you go to PC World, you can read Mark Hawkman's story that has the Intel prices. But um, 18 cores, that's the, the shocker, right? Because everybody expected the 12-core part at Computex. I mean, it was like the worst-kept secret in the world. Intel said, bam, we're going to give you six more cores, 18-core, $2,000. Uh, no clock speeds disclosed. Uh, then there's a 16-core part. $1,700. Then there's a 14-core part, and these are all uh, Skylake X cores. $1,400. 12-core 12 part, and these all have hyperthreading. $1,200 for that. It's like $100 like per core almost, right? <laughs> the way I sort of like worked it out. Well, like, that's a huge discount compared to last year. Yeah, huge discount, right? Because 10-core... Broadly, ten core was one thousand seven hundred twenty-three. Seven hundred bucks. So now it's down to clearly there is a a rise in effect, as I think I heard an analyst call it. So nice. A thousand bucks for that ten core, eight core. Now here's where we're really like it's like gets really competitive. Eight core Skylake X part, um, three six base clock, uh, four five on turbo, and it is six hundred dollars. And I will say this is you've never been able to get an eight core Intel CPU for less than a thousand dollars before. That is a massive price cut, right? And Huge. that is clearly the the rise in effect, or as we would call a price cut. It's the actual price cut. That Sorry, I need to break about. in with some breaking news. Uh, they're showing a Oculus uh, or a HTC Vive next to a, a Mac Pro or a Mac uh, iMac. What? Uh, on, they, on they're actually putting discrete graphics in there. No, well, they have before. They're, they're showing an uh, external enclosure with a RX uh, 580 oh. uh, that's ready for VR content. So Thunderbolt 3. Yeah. Mm. So external. Anyway, sorry. That's it? They're not going to put one inside the I don't know. I, I can't hear it, so I'm just I'm just going off what I'm I turned at. on closed captions. Yeah. Oh, good. All right. Let's just go back to the fun stuff, <laughs> y'all. Yeah, this <laughs> is stuff you wars. care about. <laughs> what? Back to the core wars. They're back to the core wars. I really, I was thinking, actually, now I remember, we should have done like a Star Wars intro because it's just, you need the scrolling, the scrolling words at the beginning of the episode. Dun, 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 dun. Actually, can, how far can we go before Lucasfilm sees us, though? Like, can you? Yeah, too, too late. Too late. I'm getting a call right now. That's yep, all you can do. I should do. answer that. But, okay. Let's keep it. So eight core, damn, $600. That's like $400 That's off what it, what it was before. That is great. But does, still, does it does it beat uh, no, wait, wait, Ryzen? I, there's still oh, there's, there's still more. Still more. There's still, there's more. still <laughs> more. Now these are oh, actually whoops. these are announced parts. So then the the there's a six core part, six cores, hyper threading, three five base, four gigahertz on turbo. Uh oh, damn! I just realized this from this chart. Three eighty nine, which is not bad, I guess, for Intel, right? Three. No, actually, that's actually this is where it goes off the rails. For me, this is where Intel goes off the rails. And then from, okay, that's, that is the bottom end Skylake X part, six core, three five base, four gigahertz turbo, 389. And then from there, we get KB Lake X for people who don't know. So this is basically the KB Lake microarchitecture. And they are <laughs> dropping these. So they are making a version that fits into the new socket. And there's a four core with hyperthreading port, uh, ugh. <laughs> hyperthreading <laughs> part CPU, 339, which is like, okay. That's like how much it costs if you bought the 1156 part. So there's like no price cut there. And then this is the, and this gets crazier to me is like, oh, core i5 part, four core, no hyper threading, 
Uh, four, extreme edition. Extreme edition, but this is four <laughs> four gigahertz base, four two um, uh, turbos, and that's two forty two, which is like um, now. I'm I'm just going to shift things over because I want to read off the the AMD parts because it's just yeah. like for two hundred forty two dollars. I'm looking at six cores, twelve threads, right? Ryzen five sixteen hundred X, and then against that four core, uh, you know, with hyper threading part, it's you know an eight core with hyper threading or SMT, right? Three twenty nine. Right, so you can get way more cores out of AMD, and then seventeen hundred X eight core. Basically, it's like everything. I don't know. These prices are these aren't they're a little weird to me. Well, Intel still has the IPC advantage, right? And uh, I mean, yeah, and Skylake gets so a little if bit. You're looking to more. game, yeah. I mean, you, it's worth a little bit extra if right. you're looking to game at ten eighty p, especially or whatever. Right, and you're also for these parts. There is a new feature. Uh, it's called Turbo Turbo Boost Max 2.0. Before they basically identified one core that is the best and that will overclock higher. Now they're identifying two cores. So they're this actually for uh, lightly threaded task, which is mostly gaming, Photoshop, frankly, that doesn't push jack in far as core count. There's a lot of apps that they are going to be really buzzing along at really really high clock speeds. So these parts actually should perform really well. And frankly, probably uh, until we get to uh, Multi-threaded tasks, it, they will have an advantage over the Ryzen equivalent existing Ryzen I mean, cards. Broadwell E beat Ryzen in yes. pure performance. Yes. So to see this inch four hundred dollars down off the eight core price is great to me. I mean, it's, it's a little bit competitive. They're still more than Ryzen, but I'm glad to see Intel responding. Yeah, I mean that is right. I mean, really, because they didn't. Everybody thought that they were going to cut prices months ago, but they didn't. So now this is their official price cut to match Ryzen. Wait, so I have a question. Yeah. So the feature that you mentioned where they're now going to pick two cores where right. they might boost, does that also apply? Is that, is that only Skylake X or does that also apply to KB Lake X? As I understand, it's only Skylake X. So then what's, uh. yeah, no, so what's the advantage then? This is the part I don't understand. Like, just like even ignoring Ryzen, what is the point of the KB Lake, KB Lake X parts if you can still get a K part? on the smaller socket. Like, right. why would you go to the bigger socket and pay that much more for the motherboard when it's, what, like 16 PCIe it's, lanes? So you're not really going to fully take advantage not, that's of not, that. That's just the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> oh, wait, that's another topic, Brad. That's another no, one. No, no. KB oh. Lake X specifically should not exist. So weird. Because it's confusing because, one, like you're saying, it doesn't make any sense to spend more on a motherboard, right? Right. Would you can already get the, you know, standard KB Lake but on top of that, if you do get it thinking, hey, I can upgrade in the future, if you get a KB Lake X part, a lot of the features in your X299 motherboard won't work. Like, it supports dual-channel memory, not quad-core, so right. it has, like, exotic memory configurations that none of the other chips have. There will be and, uh, education for people, yes, because you put this in and you populate, you basically, some of your memory will not work if you don't have it in the correct uh, slots for, for a KB Lake X part. Whereas Skylake X, you get everything. Skylake X, all quad core, all quad channel. The KB Lake uh, X parts are dual channel. And um, I, yeah, actually, that was a question I had at Computex. I asked a lot of motherboard vendors. Um, a lot of people, everybody's, it's just a head scratcher. Some Somebody actually said that they, they think Intel is just making things that nobody wants. Another person had a, a good observation, which I agree with. It's just Intel said basically, look, this is our, this is our high-end enthusiast platform. And these chips, remember, all, all the parts, all the K parts that you're running in 1156, they have a graphics core. So the graphic, there is actually, and, is, and, and Intel didn't tell me this, but I was told by a vendor that these KB Lake X parts, parts 
actually are, they don't have a graphics card. These aren't just like we turned it off and the dies de- deactivated. This is actually like, there's no, there's no actual graphics core. So they are sort of like newer, newer dies in that way. And what they want to do, and, I, and a lot of the actual benchmark records were set with KB Lake X parts. So we already know KB Lake X people are getting like, I've seen five gigahertz on water, right? So these parts without a graphics, you know, part, they should just overclock the hell out of. So I think Intel said this is our nod toward the overclocking sports. Those mm. people who just want to overclock the hell out of chips. KB Lake X is probably going to overclock far more than what you're going to get out of a 18-core Skylake X, right? So I think they would have been better as part of the standard KB Lake lineup because it sows way too much confusion into the x299 platform in my opinion yeah i agree with you actually i was saying like just <laughs> just just cut it off at six core just make the six core part your entry level part and the cut it off there and just make it nothing but skylake x i'm not really sure what the hell this is and the weird thing of course is the pricing i mean the pricing is you look at the the, the 10 core and the eight core okay you're like getting somewhat competitive with amd i mean six hundred dollars that's only a hundred dollars more than it, than an eighteen hundred X part, and I can tell you that I'm I'm almost certain that that eight core Skylake X is probably going to beat up that eighteen hundred X in a lot of things, right? Because it's higher clocks. But then you get to these lower end parts, is like there's like what the hell would you even buy this for? You know, I'm sorry, actually, I'm I'm just looking over at the Apple keynote and there's some kind of tie fighter yeah like, i was just about to say that that uh yeah they're they're using uh the vive on an imac uh that's either equipped with a i think they announced 570 it said radeon pro 560 570 and 580 uh but yeah the industrial light magic's doing something with star wars that makes sense there. last week at uh computex atlanta wrote it up the uh dell all-in-one that had a 580 in it right yeah, yeah. 580 and uh eight core ryzen right 1700 part? I think it was 1600. Crazy. Yeah. Anyway, uh, over on uh, chat, uh, Dr. Dinah says core and clock speed talk isn't super valuable without IPC talk. So please. Well, well, basically, this is Skylake. So it's the Skylake. We already know Broadwell microarchitecture was faster than one to one than Ryzen. Because Broadwell is about about is about even, right? They're just saying, ah, oh, we're one to one with Broadwell. So Skylake is going to get a little more. So they're going to. I pure. If you were to run a Ryzen and you were to run a Skylake part at both both of them three gigahertz, your Skylake X part will probably be five percent faster, maybe, right? So that's that's the whole thing of the you know instructions per clock. Uh, and Skylake X probably will run at a higher clock, right? Because I mean, this ten core part, their turbo is four five. And I don't think, you know, that's one, awfully damn fast. That's awfully good. And that's not overclocked. And, um, you know, people are not getting those clocks out of Ryzen. And also on Intel, which is a, is a plus, they do have per core overclocking. So in, the, in their, their defense, you're, you're going to get better clock speeds out of, out of Skylake X. So I, I think actually they, they probably, and no, no one knows because we haven't tested it yet, they got the advantage probably in most of the lightly threaded tasks. And, but then I'm going to, this is this is an I did not realize this until I looked at my my chart, but uh, and this actually is a good segue to Threadripper. But on that eight core, sixteen thread, uh, Skylake X part, this is the most bullcrap part. I think <laughs> I know what you're talking. About. It has yes, I didn't. I, I thought that was you get twenty eight PCIe lanes, right? So there's only twenty eight PCIe lanes. So people who don't know the PCIe 
functionality is actually integrated into the CPU. And Intel has, for God knows what reason, decided to make the eight core part to only give you 28 lanes, which back in the gimpy Broadwell Haswell E days, you'd have to get down on that. Remember you had like the, oh, this is the good six core part with 40 lanes. And then you like, oh, you can't afford it. We've got a 28 lane PCIe, which is like, because everybody did that, right? Because it was like $380 for that 28 lane one. But that's, and then just what would happen on, you plug it in your motherboard and just some things would not work right. So, and there's never been an Intel eight core consumer part that, didn't have 40 lanes. <laughs> yes. So this is the first. So like we're going to we're going to give you the the two extra cores. We're going to cut the price by $400, but we're going to take some PCIe lanes away. So but is, why why are they doing that? Intel price is, segmentation. Yeah, it's market segment I you know cuz I I've always suspected this is just simply, you know, they want to be able to sell it to you. Hey, you want more PCIe lanes cuz you want to run five NVMe drives? You need to buy 40 or the 40 for the the 10 core part gives you 44 lanes of PCIe. The eight core part is 28, which is a lot less. And of course, so that's, this, that's this a is a lot less. This is my segue to Threadripper, which there is only one part announced. Um, it's been coming for a long time, but the, the big thing that came out of Computex is <laughs> AMD saying we have 64 PCIe lanes, which is crazy. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's like, AMD just gives you more for your money, more cores, more What I'm more curious PCIe. to see is if you look at the Core i9 chips, so Intel's calling all the 10 core and above Core i9 chips. Right. Uh, the 10 cores had all expected ounce, but all the new ones, the 12 core, 14, 16, 18, haven't. I'm curious to see where they wind up with PCIe lanes after all this. <sighs> just, yeah, I know. I wonder if they're going to give you more, or I would suspect they'd all just be 44. Um, yeah, me too. They, you know, they're not certainly not going to give you less than that, but still... That- the only the only way to get forty four lanes is to pay nine hundred ninety nine dollars <laughs> for the ten core part. It's just like, and that's the thing too. Threadripper didn't didn't they say that the sixty four lanes was like the entirety of Threadripper? It's not just that sixteen core part. You know, yeah, I they said they said they, every single chip. So yeah. everyone. So that said. means oh, that's okay. awesome. So that means you probably can get all those lanes for a lot cheaper than you would right. with Intel. So you probably will be able to get. I mean, there's there's rumors of there being what probably a ten to. 10 to 14, but I don't know. I, I sort of heard from them that there's like, you know, we don't have to compete on every single part, right? They could have a 16, they could have a 12, and that would they be have it. an eight. There you go. Yeah, they could have an eight, right? They, maybe they just have an eight because you want eight cores and you want it on the bigger socket with all the PCIe lanes. And they, did, they are also quad channel memory support, but 64 versus Intel's, you know, doling out like, oh, we're going to. We're gonna like, oh, you're only gonna get 28 because you didn't pay for it. So I, I'm sorry, uh, <clears throat> they're they're revealing something. Oh, on, wait, on are the they? Mac stream. It, this looks like a iMac Pro. Ooh, the mouse. Oh, an it's actually iMac hardware. Pro. Yeah, it looks like some hardware being revealed here. Oh, but that looks like an iMac. It, it looks the same, but listen, it's, it's an not iMac. the same. It looks it's like an the... iMac Pro. Oh no. Is it Ryzen based? Because that is just something that would be like Threadripper coming to the <laughs> iMac Pro. Just kidding. <laughs> Sorry, I just need to to, to chime in there. It's all black. Rumor posts were born that day. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say it though, because although, but can that, you imagine fitting a CPU that size into an iMac? I mean, like, come on, like. <laughs> I mean, it'd be great. You got all those PCI lane, PCIe lanes to work with on on an iMac. Oh wait, 
No. Oh, you mean a full the full? Because people don't know the thread rubber. It's huge. <laughs> it's it's like this big. It's like it's a like, freaking credit card. <laughs> like if you hold it in your hand, it's like bam. Did you actually see one at Copytech? I held it in my hand. Oh, you I did. Okay. That, that was your hand. Okay. Yeah, that was no. That was actually um, that was somebody at Andy's hand. Oh, but okay. I, I later on I saw it again. But so like, sorry, we're just gonna give you the update. Look, they got cooling, so the air cooled. Oh, they have fans. It's cooled. So the new iMac has air cooling. Confirmed. Oh, it has memory slots. Oh, they're not going to screw you on that. Uh, I see like... I see the memory slots. Oh, but you know what? Those look like registered dims. Those are like serious. Those are not just the stuff that we buy, the El Cheapo stuff. Those look like those look like really expensive EC... Oh, yeah. Okay. Eight Corzeon. Up to eight Corzeon. That's it? Snooze. That's right. it? Up to right. eight Corzeon? So you could have, could you could have a 16... Oh, and, oh, oh, and they have a 10 core. So what is but it? But it's still Xeon. Uh, what I want to know, though, is so what? Are they 18 core Xeon. Okay, so they're basically well, they would doing... they do Xeons because Core i9 isn't going to be out to who knows when. They just, they had no idea. Nobody ever said when that stuff's coming out. But at least it means it's actually a LGA 2066. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Vega, Vega graphics. Oh, hey. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah, but that's still, not... they're, they're also, they're still missing the point. Sure, you can beef it up. But if you don't have a way to service it yourself or add extra things like your, you know, multiple video cards or PCI e-based things for professionals, then you're missing the point there. You can't do it all. Well, they said Thunderbolt. they're coming out with a whole new one next year, right? This yeah. is like their stopgap emergency. Just, yeah. Hey. <laughs> Look at all the teraflops. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't know. I, I think still... they basically they just said we got to do so. I think Brad's right. They said Apple's mm-hmm. going like, "Look, hey, people actually still want to buy computers. They don't want to live in their tablet world. <clears throat> we got to do something. Just jam it into an iMac." So, so dude, actually, do do you know the real reason why Apple people are going to buy this? Why? Because this iMac comes in black. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a it's a darker chassis. So you know, all the all the Apple people are going to buy it because of that. So it looks silver here. Yeah, see, look, no, it's uh, like 120 a, gigs of ECC RAM. So they're putting, I you know, that is a lot of hardware in an all-in-one. That thing is going to howl. I bet that's just going to be just getting an iMac. I can hear it in uh, the voice. Gordon, iMac confirmed. You know, the crazy thing is I, well. Oh, four Thunderbolt 3 ports. Yeah. Yeah. That, I don't, that, I don't that, that Dell all-in-one with the Ryzen 8, 8 core part and the 580 is probably going to be like, I don't know, 90% the performance of this iMac Pro, but, you know, probably like, I don't know, Half the a price. third the price. So. Yeah, let's let's see the pricing. But also, who who wants to work on a Mac? I mean, nobody wants to work on a I, people. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> I I kind of think it's just yeah. <clears throat> what are these little boxes? Gordon's excited. Storage? Those are yeah storage. All right, sorry, we got sidetracked. So that that's the big I news. Get back to App- Threadripper. Back to Threadripper. You, you forgot the most important new announcement from Computex. Which oh. one was that? The day after Intel announced their new Core i9 chips in the X299 platform, Intel uh, AMD came out and said Threadripper, you can get it. When it comes out on X399. <laughs> oh, X399. <laughs> yes, because I, I sort of got it. Go ahead, Brad. Going up one more they just number. keep crapping all over the Intel. Uh, they did the same with the B350 boards. They just keep crapping, stealing Intel's thing and one-upping them. But doesn't that feel a little bit like coming to America there for people who don't remember? Remember that scene where you have McDowell's? Like, they got the Big Mac, we got the Big Mac. They got two all-beef patties with the sesame seed bun. We got two all-beef patties without the sesame seed bun, right? That's just... Because you remember that was like the whole thing is he stole the McDonald's operations manual and he was... 
Okay, I'm dating myself here. <laughs> Eddie Murphy was a great <sighs> comedian for people who don't know, you millennials. <laughs> iMac Pro starting at 5,000. Available in December. 5,000. 5,000. Starting at 5,000. In September? With an 18 core chip? No, no. Starting. So you'll get the 10 core. Starting. Didn't they say 8 core as their starting one? No, I think it was 10. No, that was 8. No, it was 8. I think that was the first. 8 core starting at at 5,000. Well, I mean, so the thing is, Intel's only announced basically clock speeds. Oh, no, hell, they have not even set the clocks for the 12-core nope, part. they announced mm-hmm. nothing. Well, that's what this... I'm super excited about all these Core War news that came out at Computex, but we're still kind of like wait and see, right? Right. Because Intel hasn't announced anything but core count and price. And AMD's only announced core count, PCIe lanes, and no price. And memory no channels. No release dates on any of this stuff. I mean, no. it's super exciting, but it's still kind of I mean, but <clears throat> can we assume that uh, because they undercut with Ryzen that they're probably going to undercut you know, at least Intel, right? On on the higher end stuff. Yeah, I think so. I mean, but... I think they... Oh, sorry, I have a little bit of a delay. You go ahead. Go ahead, Brad. You're uh, more important I than would, me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, they're going to have an even bigger IPC deficit with these, right? Compared from Ryzen to uh, Broadwell E. So, in theory. So, I would think they would definitely need to stay aggressive. And I would stick by my... I think the 16 thread one's going to be... A thousand to twelve hundred per thread river. Ooh. Oh boy. I mean that puts it right down against sixteen core thread ripper against a twelve core Skylake X or Core I9 part, right? That's that seems pretty aggressive. I almost think it'll be fourteen hundred bucks. So it puts it up against the fourteen core part. The I nine core I nine seventy nine forty X. Fourteen cores, you know, fourteen hundred bucks. That that'd probably be right. But um I, I agree. Uh, yeah, they are going to probably have an IPC advantage. They're probably going to have somewhat of a clock advantage. We sort of assume that. Um, but I think part of the reason we don't actually know the clock speeds on these higher end, higher core count Core i9s is Intel doesn't know. They're still setting them. They're probably still saying, well, what can we what can we really ship these in a reasonable quantity at? And then what can we, how can we do this without screwing up all of our Xeon sales? Because, you know, note these iMacs are Xeon based. They are not um, Core i9 based. So, I think mm-hmm. they are, they are very sensitive to not screwing up their pricing stack there. So, I wouldn't be surprised if that's the reason PCIe is so nerfed. <sighs> yeah, I guess so, right? But mm-hmm. still, I mean, the the ten core is forty four lanes. So, mm-hmm. and on this iMac, it probably doesn't matter. I don't think you're going to need all those PCIe lanes, but. Man, I, I, and I, although, you know, sort of like when you're looking at these high thread count CPUs, I don't know if clock speed's going to matter that much because if you're really buying a 16 core, or 18 core CPU, you're going to be, you really should be using workstation class applications. You really like, mm-hmm. you're, if you're buying a 16 core, 18 core CPU for gaming, you know, you're just, you're just doing it for fun. You really don't need it. And you're probably, it's a disadvantage. It's better to have a higher, higher clock speed part. You don't really need 18 cores for, for gaming. Um, the only time it would be an advantage is if, if you're gaming, running Premiere, you're running you know, a renderer, and you're, you'd be doing like seven things at once. So, but mega most, tasking. Mega, super mega tasking. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but man, 64 PCIe lanes at least. So they're not going to get you there. So your, so your prediction is four, what, 1,200 bucks? You're saying twelve hundred? I think a thousand, a thousand to twelve hundred. That's super aggressive. 
Well, look at the seventeen hundred. The Ryzen seven seventeen hundred was three hundred. It's three hundred bucks now compared right. to a quad core seventy seven hundred K, which is three thirty. So yeah, that's the price of course. But they don't seem to care. Interestingly, Intel just is not spooked by the core counts because, I mean, for me, I would not. I, I it's really hard to go for a quad core without hyperthreading for that price, for like an i five part. Versus that mm-hmm. Ryzen 5. It's just like six core, 12 threads versus four core, four threads. Just like, that's yeah. just. I, I made that last mistake, you know, a couple years ago in my in my personal build to get the, the four core without hyper threading. And I'm like, nah, I'd never do that again. And right. especially now that Ryzen's out. Yeah. Right. Well, that's what most gamers do. Brad has that. You have that. Yeah. I think most gamers have the i5 parts because they don't, they don't want to pay the extra 75 bucks. So it's really weird because it, it's not competitive at the high end. And it's not competitive with the low end, but that middle section is, you know, somewhat competitive. You're looking at 600 for that eight core part. What's your guess on price, Elena? For a Threadripper? Uh, yeah, for the 16 core. I would probably say about 1200, 1300. Yeah, makes sense. I think yeah. they got to get a little aggressive, but I don't think they can afford to like completely undercut themselves either. Yeah, no, I think that's about the right price, right? So you can't really get. You can't get too crazy. Could they do it for thousand dollars? That just are they devaluing the whole lineup? If they do it for thousand bucks, well, they have actually been bringing down prices for the Ryzen series recently on both Amazon, Newegg, all the online retailers. All the Ryzen seven chips, their prices have shifted down. Is that just availability, so, though? Because I mean, they were hard to get originally. I'm wondering if uh, that's just... no motherboards were hard to get, right. fans were hard to get, chips were easy to get. I always had easier. And- but I'm just wondering if the now that the this everybody sort of bought, built their system, so you know demand's a little bit lower, so then the prices are going to come down to entice more sales. I don't. I mean, I just don't know if these are official AMD going to to everybody and saying cut everything by you know forty. Well, bucks. everybody is cutting it by the same amount. Yeah. <laughs> so it strongly suggests that it's not like that one where it's like, oh no, Intel's cutting things ahead of Ryzen when it was just a microcenter discount. That's not the case here. You're consistently seeing prices fall. Hmm. So it seems like they're making room. So I said, I'm hoping for a thousand. God, that's just, I mean, that's, that CPU is so huge. You just want to have it just to like, I mean, you know, yeah, with a, with a bigger CPU, you need bigger machines to make it right. There's no way they can, <laughs> can undercut the price. It just, it just doesn't make sense. I still say 1400 bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fourteen. Yeah, for sixteen core. Okay. Seems, what about you, Gordon? About right. I. God, I just yeah, I sort of think yeah, about fourteen, thirteen, fourteen to thirteen hundred dollars. It seems like it just seemed like they need to price it down a little bit lower. So I, I bet high with Ryzen. You guys were asking this about <laughs> Ryzen before it came out, and I said there's no way it's going to be more less than seven hundred dollars, and. Then their top one came out at five hundred bucks, so I'm not making that same mistake twice. <laughs> I yeah, I guess I wouldn't. I would have guessed a lower price, except that Intel has has already set pricing. And I will say the smack talk from AMD at Computex was like they're like, look, like how the hell do you announce something where the only thing you know are how many cores it has and and what the price is? So that's the only thing you know is that, like you don't even know what the final clocks are going to be, but you're going to set the price. So they're, they're like, you know, it's a little. They think it's a little extreme, you know. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I think they got to be. Yeah, I think that twelve hundred sixteen core versus twelve core. Yeah. On uh, on YouTube, uh, Ruru two uh, says Threadripper will be a thousand dollars for sixteen cores. That's his. 
That's what I guess. That's what I guessed before Intel came out and said <laughs> two thousand dollars for an eighteen core chip. So <laughs> I, I would. That's what I actually did a guess originally, but I just think no, not Intel is not does not want to play a a a, a price game here with AMD at the top end. So I think AMD is going to squeeze a little bit more money out of everybody too. I mean, it only makes sense. Uh, you know, Ryzen the high end Ryzen eight core is uh five hundred. Double that thousand bucks, you know, right? Yeah, right. You getting mm-hmm. twice as many, yeah. actually, and it is it is just two of them, right? So <laughs> five hundred bucks. I think the the new core chips. I think the four core chips don't make any sense, and they shouldn't be there. And it's silly that they're there. I think the six, eight, and ten core Intel chips look really strong, in my opinion. I mean, it'll depend when Threadripper comes out, but we'll see. And I think the higher stuff, it's they announced it too early. It feels weird. Yeah. They said the ND will probably show off things like, hey, look, we're running, you know, all these, all these, we're running four GPUs by 16 Gen 3. Everything's running at six by 16. How does that work on that eight core uh, Intel part, right? <laughs> Not going to happen. So that PCI thing is kind of, does that, does that kill it for you guys to like get gimped with that 28 lane PCIe configuration? Yeah, that made me feel bitter. <laughs> it did. I, that was my first initial, my initial reaction looking over it. I'm like, what? They have never not had a six and eight core chip without 40 PCIe lanes. And now they're just cutting it just cause. And it, it, it irritated me. It's a very Apple move, you know, right? They got a, they, they do things to keep people at the high, to pay a little more money. And, you know, it has worked in the, I guess it worked in the, in the six core, six core days. So they're doing it again. I mean, but you know, if you think about it, uh, most, most people, right. Who are just gaming don't need more than 28. no, so no, you, do, you don't. I mean, it's somebody like me who needs, you know, multiple capture cards and, you know, things like that. Like, that yeah, I, I think what it is is just that feeling of just getting burnt. Like, man, come on, just give me, just give me a break here, Intel. <laughs> but that, that, <laughs> it's like, it's like when you go to the grocery store and you're like, man, I need paper towels, and you go and it's still the same price on the shelf, but now you get like ten less squares. Or sheets. <laughs> That's what it feels like. And you're like, yeah. okay, you didn't raise the price on me, but you're still under like you're still undercutting me on this. Dude. They do that. There's a large. That happened to my toilet paper, and now I get new toilet paper. <laughs> Whoa, horrible. There's a large retailer which we didn't realize till one day. So we went to this. I don't want to say. There's a very large retail. It's very well known. It would be the first letter would be an M turned upside down. So we go there to buy some, you know, my, my friends and I, my buddies would go out, we go have a steak dinner. Then we go shop at this large retailer at one o'clock in the morning. And my friend is like, he goes like, Hey, I'm going to buy these chamois. This is a good price. Right. And so he buys like, Hey, these chamois are a good price for washing cars. Guy thing. Gals do it too, but I don't know what's up with the, I don't know. We get, so we get back to his house. He's like, Hey, what the? And he gets, so he gets the normal chamois that he bought at just whatever, you know, a, a, a car auto store retailer. And it's this big, right? And the one he just bought is like four inches shorter on, on both sides. <laughs> and that's how they like, they, they made it cheaper because you think it's the same thing, but it's actually, <laughs> they've actually, actually have the skew that actually has less. This is like, holy smokes, Intel is doing that. Like, okay, well, we're going to, the consumer, we're going to sell it to you with fewer PCIe lanes, 28. And, uh. And you buy this through Dell or HP, you get 44 lanes. We're going to sell you the cheaper one, right? Well, I, this is a perfect segue. Speaking of wait, getting burnt. Wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We, we have some questions uh, oh. in, in the chat here. Um, uh, or uh, 
first to comment, NBW Doughboy says the 7800X is stupid. The pricing is stupid. The low lanes is stupid. I think it's the worst price chip out of the whole stack. So he's he's very very upset. Uh, by that's that. the 18 core one, right? No, no, eight, no that's six the, core, that's twelve, six core. Six, yeah. twelve, three, five, four turbo, twenty eight lanes, quad quad yeah. channel memory for three. But this is basically a, a drop in price for the previous six core version, right? The the, not the 5820. Well, in the Haswell E days, it was the 58. Was it the 5860? I forget. God, who can keep track of those numbers? It was like <laughs> too many. It's like fractions. Some of those Intel part numbers, right? But um, this is a drop in for their six core with. Yeah, that's the exact same part. This is equivalent of a 5820 um, K part, and then in Haswell E. So. so uh, and then Ivan does have a question. He says, uh, is there any chance AMD will go on a core race with Intel and announce even more cores? 24, 32, is it ever possible? I it's. I think it's... When will it end? I don't know. See, I, I got to say, like, the one thing about Intel, this is the crazy thing about Intel and AMD. Because I would have expected, okay, Intel's like, we're, you're bringing it like the 12 core, right? And then the problem, of course, Intel would have been happy saying 12 cores. AMD said, no, 16. So Intel has to mm-hmm. come back and they got to go 18, right? Mm-hmm. They've sort of reached the upper limit. I mean, that's beyond the upper limit of what a consumer could really use, I got to say. And I, I, I've always been a huge promoter. and I love, you know, high core count machines. But it's going to be pretty hard to justify a 24 core or 32 core CPU for a consumer in a year. If this kind of keeps going, right? So Intel hits back with 18. AMD comes back and say, hey, we're going to give you a full Naples part, 32 cores, like in a year's time or something like that. I, where do you go from there, right? We're going to be like 64 core consumer <laughs> CPUs, well, it, which would be awesome. But I really got the state of software, the state of games, state of applications. You're just you can run a, you can run three virtual PCs and play games on those virtual PCs <laughs> while streaming from three other dedicated virtual PCs. Right. Well, and and actually, uh, if if anything, here might be uh, you know a good tangible result. Uh, Doughboy also says you know maybe because of this uh, that the min core counts will be pressed up higher. So then you know we, we'll stop seeing four cores and the min will be you know six or eight. Right. So then knowing <clears throat> in the future, then games will take advantage of more cores. You know, so it's got to be pushed somewhere so right maybe they use it to push chicken and egg thing and so now yeah. we we now have the chicken finally the egg did not want to come first now we have the chicken <laughs> so maybe hopefully now the eggs will come but i gotta say uh, if you what i mean if they're putting out a four core part as part of the enthusiast line i don't know if they're really <laughs> going to give up on that <laughs> anytime soon i'm just going to put that out there they need to though. i mean i'm hoping they for that to. world don't yeah. get me don't get me wrong i'm hoping for that world where everything gets pushed up but right. if they're still going for that four core part and they're like they're being big reasonable socket, but I, I just saying i think the reason why is cuz like look yeah I, I think developers will go like hey look now you know eight cores are basically like everybody can you can have eight eight core cpus are just like everybody will have right so now we'll finally support it, maybe. Because everybody buys three hundred dollar processors. Well, <laughs> hell, you can get well the this all in one Dell, right? That is consumers. They go and say, "Oh, this one's got eight cores. This one's got four cores." Consumers don't know, right? I my washing machine does steam cleaning. I've never used that. Really? When I bought that washing machine, it's got steam cleaning. It must be better, right? Don't need it. Does steam cleaning? Never used it. I don't even know what it does. It but, steam cleans. 
It does, obviously. I guess. But like, okay, why don't I just use water? Because I already put the thing in well, here already. Well, technically, steam is water in a well, different form. I mean, you know. <laughs> but I mean, consumers don't know. You know, the average person going to Dell or HP or Apple's website is like, oh, I got to have this iMac Pro now. It's got 18 cores. So I, I think they think it's better. It is better, but the software's not there. But I, So I think the thing is, it's going to take, it'll take three years for software to ever catch up, it feels like. Like three years from now, maybe you'll get like, oh, wow, we're getting more applications that use more more, more cores. But that's three years from now. In the meantime, you could just go out and buy your Core i5 <laughs> with no <laughs> hyperthreading and be fine, right? So True. I think those are still pretty sweet gaming processors. The the Core i5, KB Lake stuff, man, they go really fast and they can still do a lot. But I think... Uh, between these core wars now coming to the PC and the fact that all the consoles have eight core parts in them, I think it's really starting to look like we might push past four in the next couple of years finally. Yes, yes, and I. Not to mention the new iMacs and the new uh, MacBook Pros are getting KB Lake as well. So, you know. Oh, is that the other news? Yeah. Oh, was, boy. Yeah. Woo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. I bet, you know, I, I got to say. <laughs> Brad, how long have we been saying that though? How long? Yeah. We, how long has everybody been saying eight core consoles? It's going to be right around the corner for there to be a multi-core support in CPU and in, in on the PC gaming. It's like uh, it has not shown up yet, has it? I mean, it just has not. Well, Intel's owned CPUs right for like a decade. FX wasn't super competitive except for the budget end, and right. Intel really, really wants those quad-core parts to be priced where they're at. Like even when they pulled out the octa-core, you know the. 5960x or whatever it was a thousand bucks <laughs> but now we actually have price competitiveness in multi-core so yeah so maybe right <clears throat> yeah fingers crossed at least and maybe the xbox uh or the the new pro one or whatever will have uh they'll switch to to ryzen instead of keeping jaguar cores huh oh yeah is that is that no they think? already said they're keeping no, jaguar they're, cores. they're set for now i know yeah you buy it in <laughs> fall you're getting jaguar no the big announcement next week i'm just kidding no They've already said they're keeping Jaguar cores. Yeah. They're What's, not going to Ryzen. Is it just for cost? I mean, well, I mean, moving to a new architecture would be difficult with the backwards compatibility as well. Yeah, and so. production too. I mean, if they're planning mm-hmm. to launch holiday, they have to be ready in production now. Right, that's true. And plus, I mean, also getting the keeping the price down. I'm sure AMD is not going to give away the goods with its its best mm-hmm. core for the same price as a Jaguar core. That means so. the next next Xbox Pro will have Threadripper. <laughs> <laughs> Has Sony announced uh, an upgrade to the PS4 Pro? No. Man, that just came out. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, you're on console timeline here. Oh, console, console timeline. Console timeline. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, let's so, move on. Anyway, uh, as it turns out, the KB Lake X parts aren't the only interesting thing about the core lineup, right, Gordon? Yes, that's the other Segway. thing. So we're, this is our segue to oh, the good next segue. topic. Good one, good one. N- the main yeah, one is if, if you're like, if you're pissed off about the 28 PCIe Lane GIMP, this one will make you, well, this is speci- specifically aimed at you from Intel, which is, I did, I had not even heard of this feature on consumer motherboards, but it's it's called VROC, and it's Intel Virtual RAID on CPU, and it's basically software RAID, and it's actually kind of cool. Because what you can do on your X299 board is take four or eight or whatever up to 20 NVMe PCIe drives and run them in RAID. So you can run them all in RAID and it'll be bootable. So you can basically create, you know, a bootable Windows partition with, 
you know, eight NVMe drives, which is the one demo that I saw at Asus's booth. So that's that's majorly badass. There has to be a catch. There has. I, is there a catch? <laughs> no, no way. There's no way. There's no way. Yes. Besides the price. Yes. Now this that this is the most insane thing ever, and I mean, it was just everybody was just kind of like laughing, like this is just nothing but a Captain Picard, you know, pump with the face, right? <laughs> so V Rock is like awesome. Oh, this is great, and but one. It doesn't work if you have KB Lake X. So, <laughs> so you gotta like so like if you're gonna get go to the store when when Skylake X comes out or when X two nine. It's like okay, I'm ready, man. I got I got my I got my I didn't couldn't afford it, so I bought the KB Lake X. But I'm ready to do four NVMe drives in in RAID. And you're like, oh, that's not gonna work. You got to return that KB Lake part. <laughs> get a Skylake X. It's like okay, I'm going to the store. You returned it. It's like they took. I mean, you know. Ten percent restocking fee. <laughs> I got I got burnt there, but I got my I got my six core. I got my actually I bought the eight core Skylake X. Only twenty eight lanes PCIe because I can't afford oh, the forty four. Oh. And you got, I'm ready to run my four NVMe drives in in RAID and be like, okay, uh, I got my I got my four Samsung nine sixty Pro drives ready to go. I'm oh, sir, sorry, you can't do that with Samsung nine sixty Pro drives. Uh, Intel VRock only supports Intel SSDs, <laughs> right? Say, like, oh, okay, go back to store, <laughs> take my 960 Pros, I return them. This time they took a 15% restocking fee because they thought I was scamming them, <laughs> but I got the Intel drives, I'm ready to go, right? Nice. Yeah, so I'm then ready. of course it's like, oh, yeah, sir, you want to run, you want to, but you're going to go like, I... It's four drives. I'm not going to run RAID 0. That's insane. Yeah, who does I, I want to run RAID 5 because yeah. I don't want to lose data. Of course. Right? If one of them fails, so I, like, yeah. I mean, he's got four. He yeah, well. Sir, you, you got to buy the special Intel dongle key to enable <laughs> <laughs> RAID 5. Oh, RAID, no, wait. No, that's right. Okay, RAID 5, I think. So. Yeah. They'll cut you. They'll cut you. Uh, eh. Wouldn't yeah. there different pricing on those or something like yeah, that? Yeah, so... I, <laughs> I don't know because I have not heard from Intel yet exactly what it is. I need to ask them, but it's like the motherboard vendors don't even know. But they so the rumor <laughs> at Computex was like they had heard. So if you want to be able to build a bootable array, it's uh, ninety nine dollars for raids for the, and then if you want to run RAID five or RAID ten, it's two ninety nine. So like RAID zero, I think was ninety nine dollars, and I. I there what was a actually a lot what of a conflicting deal. information. I heard RAID Zero was free, and you only needed this, but I, no one really knew. So, but it's just it's insane. It's like a free to play game, but with hardware. <laughs> hardware <laughs> DLC, man. <laughs> we'll start you with RAID Zero, but if you want to upgrade to like RAID Five, you're gonna have to. Yeah, because you gotta. It is, you're right. It's free to play. It's oh, a free to play model. It's it's a uh, pay to win. <laughs> Pay to win on uh, and I NVMe do it. drives. And you know what? It doesn't, you don't necessarily win if you pay all that money. <laughs> no, you don't. But you got to have the good stuff. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I don't know what they're thinking here. I mean, is that... Hey, oh, can they, other people have done this. NVIDIA's done this, haven't they? No? With what? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's like, no, Brad's this makes no sense. You're still processing all this stuff. All right, so let's just break that down. Does not work with KB Lake X. You got to have Skylake X. So that means a minimum of a three hundred no three hundred eighty nine dollars CPU, uh, and you also must have Intel SSDs. And if you want exotic or more reliable forms of RAID, at least ninety nine, possibly two hundred ninety nine dollars 
for the Intel V-Rock feature. But it's pretty cool. And there's no in between. It's either 99 uh, or like either 100 or 300. I, I don't like, know. It. See, the thing is, one vendor thought it was just going to be 99, and then another vendor was like, they were hearing that it was like RAID 0 for 99 and then 299 for RAID 5. Whew. So nobody knows. So clearly, this so is something free to play. And this is, Jeez. by the way, this is a feature that has existed on Xeon apparently or is going to be on Xeon mm-hmm. where, you know, they have this key. They want to make sure you want to run high, you know, high forms of RAID. You got to pay for it. I understand that because enterprise people, they got all that money. Charge them, right? But for consumers, it just is not going to work, I think. This is them protecting Xeons again, it feels like to me. Right. And it Ugh. hurts. There's so many gotchas Ugh. with all these. Like, I'm I'm super pumped to see Intel throwing all these cores at things now. But there's so many gotchas with this lineup. Because they got to protect their higher and higher margin parts, right? I mean, because yeah. then what AMD is going to do is like, we'll give you RAID for free, right? RAID 85. No such thing. We made it up. Giving it give you for free. It's yours. It's yours. <laughs> 64 PCIe lanes. RAID 100. It didn't even exist until we made it up. It's going to be free. So I, I don't know. Yeah. It's crazy, right? Wow. Yep. So would anybody do it? Would you pay for it? I no. mean, assuming RAID 0 is free. Would you really do a four drive NVMe drive RAID zero, or is that just too, too mm, hanging it out there? Kind of risky. Raid, you'd want really <laughs> at a minimum RAID. Oh, RAID one. Oh, that's it. RAID zero is free. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> now I remember. <laughs> nah, because it's all coming back to me Uh-oh, now. It's all coming text back. Is tough, right? Because that is like. Back. Oh man. RAID zero is free. RAID one is ninety nine. Oh RAID 5, 299. That's, oh that's the configuration. I heard this has not been confirmed with Intel, but this is what people were saying at, at Computex. <laughs> oh, uh, wow. And uh, then everybody was just kind of like, this Val, this. Valdonis <laughs> uh, is asking, are there going to be different, uh, or are there kind, different, is there a different dongle for each price point? Yeah, because RAID, because what again, RAID 1, 99, and then RAID, RAID 5, if true, 299. So... <laughs> Which is if you, uh, that's yeah, just yeah, crazy because yeah. that's sort of a, like a free feature previously in motherboards. So I yeah I don't know, and I I have a picture of it in my story, but it's just this little tiny you know secure dongle. <laughs> uh, I think um, what happens when you lose that? I mean, I've had to work with dongles for like security on. on well, the... it's it's in the header on the motherboard. So oh okay, you're okay. not gonna yeah because we I worked at a company and. There was a dongle for the laser printer that somebody stole, and it was like a five thousand dollar like key. Really? Like, yes. Goodness. And they were like, "That key, we can't print to this laser printer. We need that dongle. It's five thousand dollars. They can be, they can be expensive. Wow, yes. that's a really discreet up yours. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty classic. What right? happens? But what happens if you, you know, maybe, maybe your dog, you know, shook your PC or something, dongle fell out. Or broke or, or something like what that. What is your you know? dog doing? I don't know. I don't have How dogs. Dogs are dumb. Whatever. Uh, I'm a cat person. That's why. Because uh, your uh, dog will save your life. What's your cat going to do? Your cat's going to watch you bleed to death. Yeah, eat that's, your and eat your that's body. fine. Yeah, yeah. Well, so are your dog. <laughs> it's, it's the process of life. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, w- what happens when it breaks? Say you have it in RAID 5 uh, and, you know, the, the dongle breaks or something like that. What is it? Does it pop up on the screen? Be like, I'm sorry, you you can't do this. Like, what? What would I don't it do? know. Or is it, is it like you need contact support? Or does it bump you down? It just immediately wipes 
the whole thing <laughs> for Punitive. security. Yeah, I would think if your dongle got if you if it popped out because you were upgrading your machine, I think the the partition would not work. It just wouldn't boot. It just wouldn't boot. It would just be like, hey, raid raid five not enabled to you. Go uh. out and buy. Yeah, like it's gonna flash a big dollar sign. On the <laughs> Feed us your money. Feed us your money. Yeah. So what they should do is what Intel should do is give you a square reader. Like it's your like new Core i nine comes with square reader, kind of like. Shink. Yes, yeah. but no. I, if you I, want to really enable don't. new features, just slide your card here. <laughs> this has been tried. Now, Intel actually tried this at one point. Now, this is crazy. I mean, at the time, people were up in arms, too, but they tried this with the CPU. They sold it at, I think, Best Buy, and it was like, hey, um, if you want more cash, you know, you you basically pay yep. for it, and then we'll enable more cash or or hyper-threading or something like that. And of course, nobody, they, act, and they really did. They actually sold a product like that where you could buy a card. Oh, my gosh. It's and the you airline could model. <laughs> Not just Hardware DLC, buying. but on disc DLC. Yeah, and they tr- they just give it a shot, you know. Of course, everybody's like, "No, this is not. We're not doing this." Um, but you know, I got to say though, would you like if you could go out and I mean, so like, I've been told by analysts that the actual cost of the die doesn't matter. So if you can go out and you can buy your your CPU, Intel CPU, and you start off with a quad core. And you're like, in four years, when everything is, you know, because we live in a magic universe now where everybody's got, you know, multi-threaded games, and you want to enable 10 cores, and you just say, hey, $400, we'll enable four more cores. Isn't that better than having to open the thing up and pull the processor out and replace it and all that stuff? Or, oh, my God, my motherboard's not compatible. Is that, is that? That's not going to happen. I know. <laughs> Is but that also four hundred dollars would buy you something new? Yes, that probably true. would be better, especially if these price wars and core wars keep going on. I can get a hundred and twenty-eight PCIe lanes from AMD <laughs> Intel. I'm not going to pay for this. Yeah, I. Or, uh, but don't you think that has some appeal to some consumers? Where like you just. I mean, some consumers, but I don't think it's enough for yeah. it to make it worth everyone's while. So you wouldn't do it. You would. You would not. You would not do the hey, I'm buying a twenty core CPU, only six of them are unlocked and I can pay as I as I want for more threads. Actually no. I, the the better case I think is for hyper threading. Like I said, I, I, I messed up and I didn't get hyper threading and now I'm like, oh man, I, I would totally pay because I made a mistake yeah. <laughs> to to unlock the hyper threading. So that's appealing to you? Uh, how I, much I would know, you pay? I don't know how much. I mean, you know, it's Intel, so who knows, but <laughs> what are the prices got? You know you should barter for it then. <laughs> Like online, I give you two chickens. <laughs> no, you go and it's like, yeah, that's a lot. I'm gonna walk. Oh. I'm walking off a lot, not right now. Oh. Oh. Whoa, 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 whoa! What's it gonna take you to get you in this ten core CPU? <laughs> Actually, uh, so yeah, it's uh, Ready Player One says cores is a service model for sure. Uh, Ruru Two on YouTube says uh, subscription service to keep your cores unlocked. <laughs> oh, that's the next step. That's the next step. This is a, this is a dark path we're treading. Same, same, same with your raid. Imagine they're like, "Hey, we heard your feedback. Uh, we no longer have a dongle system, but your system uh, needs to always authenticate with a server before it can boot. Oh. So you always have to to be online no. uh, with the feature." Uh, <laughs> you didn't pay this month, so we're going to crank you back to like I don't know, five hundred megahertz and one core. Man, that would never work given the U.S.'s infrastructure for internet. Man, uh, hey, be- hey, they do that for games now, though. You know, we'll if, if still not- offer older PCs for people who want to PC on yep. a nuclear submarine. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> That's what Don Matrix said about the Xbox One. <laughs> yep, right? People yep. were complaining about it being always online. He's like, well, if you're on a nuclear submarine, just See? buy an old Xbox 360. There, There is a precedent for <laughs> it that <sighs> we should watch out. That's how they lost this round of the console wars. <laughs> <sighs> uh, 
such a that's a good excuse. I'm gonna have to use that. That actually happened to me though. You were on nuclear sub? No, I was flying to Copytex and I was like, well, I need to activate this product. Like, well, I've got internet. United, I paid twenty nine ninety nine. <laughs> and by the way, this is crazy. It's like so, like, up. it was twenty nine ninety nine for whatever oh, twelve hours. Oh. But if I had waited six hours, it would have been like I don't know ten dollars because they for like the whole unlimited time, it, it actually gets less as there's because huh. like on the way back, unlimited was twenty four dollars. Like, how come it's twenty four dollars? And I got to say that United. Wi-Fi, it's worth like three dollars because that's about all I got out of it because it just kept cutting out. It was horrible. Three, three seems pretty high for what I, you said. I couldn't. I I was trying to activate a service and it's like, <clears throat> oh, we'll text you the unlock code. I was like, how do I get that? And I have a client where I can get my text messages in my phone, but they weren't coming through. So I was like, I couldn't activate this product. I was just, I was just jammed up. It's like, okay, this just sucks. <sighs> so that whole yep. nuclear submarine thing that that that, that yep. applies. But Sorry, the core count on your your laptop just went down to two cores yeah, you know, that would, uh, until we can authenticate well, further. It starts at two, so yeah. you just went down to one. Oh, 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 well, yeah, no. but you don't. So somebody, some somewhere in a tower, someone's like, "Hey, that's a good idea." <laughs> yeah, crap. We need to delete this episode now. Yes, yes. We heard her from Adam, so we're now going to actually no. crank stuff, turn things off. Yeah. Whoops. Crap. Yeah. Okay. So nobody's Thanks, nobody's into that I'm business sorry. model then, huh? No. For your raid or for your your Pass. cores. <laughs> PCIe lanes. What would it be cool if Intel says we'll give you forty four, but you give us fifty more bucks? No. Why wouldn't they just give you the part? <laughs> the PCI. That's a problem oh. with you, damn enthusiasts. You want everything for free, right? Oh. Damn it. All right. All right. We should move on. Oh, we, what's the next topic here? Because I I'm the, just uh, Max Q. Max. Q. Oh, Max Q. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Good. So stuff. I have to get reminders here because my brain is just still not functioning. <laughs> so Max Q was the other thing. That was the Nvidia thing. Coffee Tech is nothing yeah. but about the PC, and so Max Q is a little bit of. I'm not even try to explain the the actual what Max Q is. I think it's like a, a 1980s um, Max Headroom kind of character. <laughs> they said it was some kind of NASA aeronautics engineering thing, but I'm not going to explain that. What it is is they are. Uh, designing a GPU for super thin laptops that if you have the proper amount of cooling, you can get a, a GTX 1080 graphics performance in a laptop that you could previously only probably get a 1060 in. What does proper amount of cooling mean? Well, it just means it has to support the cooling. And actually, um, the more cynical, the more cynical explanation for what Nvidia has done is they've they've basically figured out a way to crank uh, 1080 performance up. You can get 1080 performance, but for 20 less watts than they could before. So that's sort of like so it might have been you know 130 watt TDP parts. Now it might be 90 watts or something like that. So they're they're basically these, these are bin chips, right? These are, that's so one one cynical explanation I heard. I and I asked straight up asked Nvidia, so are these just bin chips? Is no, they're not bin chips. They said no, it's not. These are just as these are basically you know really well designed. We when we combine uh, good cooling with this these chips, uh, software stuff, and then also sort of like energy savings, we can give you you know. 1080 performance in a, in a laptop that uh, I saw this Asus one. It was the um, RX 505, I think. It was a five pound laptop with a 1080, which is incredible because I've not seen 1080 class graphics in anything that weighed less than like 10 pounds almost. So uh, it was a 501. I oh, made RX that mistake on uh, on YouTube. I titled it 505. Yeah. <laughs> RX 501 is Zephyrus. Yeah. Yeah. Zephyrus. And it's really cool because this uh, Asus laptop. Um, they had it set up so um, when you open the screen up, 
the bottom, the entire bottom plate would pop open. So like, and then it was pretty cool. And they had a couple of intakes, and they would suck air in the side. Uh, it was actually really. I mean, uh, also, side note. Oh, I, so you'd like open the lid, and the bottom of it would like lift up, like yeah. cyborg like or something. That yeah, and you know badass. we've seen designs where the lid itself will lift up the chassis, but this is actually mm-hmm. literally like the the you know the the entire bottom of the laptop opening up. Badass. Yeah, I and mean, it's pretty cool. So, side note, uh, I saw in one of your videos uh, off to the side, they had that big water cooling thing that you plug a laptop into. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, did, yes. did they have that there? I thought that was killed. That was not, I didn't see that on display, really, was it? I thought that was, uh, yeah, I, I could have swore I saw it in one of the videos. It was uh, sitting off to the side. So, that was actually, I, you know, because that's become sort of a joke. Joke because that was, you know, NVIDIA's, la- or God, not NVIDIA, Asus's water cooled laptop. Yeah, yeah. Killer concept. Seems like it'd be tough to pull off. Uh, I don't know if it was ever sold, but the last time I talked to Asus, I was like, yeah, we're actually selling it now. Because every time I, mm. I meet with them, I'll say, are you selling those things? Because <laughs> like, I heard like you sold zero, but there's like, yeah, we're actually selling them now. But yeah, a little weird. I don't know who's actually buying them. But this is an air-cooled laptop that is the as thick as probably Elena's work laptop, hey. That, uh, but it has a 1080 class graphics. So, so. It, you, so way better than my laptop. Way better than your work laptop. <laughs> and right. you think you think air-cooled is enough? Or they obviously they they do, but so I heard it. You know, I saw the demo in in a quieter room, and it's it, the noise is not insane, and it was supposedly running at 1080. I I have also heard rumors because I haven't seen the part itself, but I heard it's not quite 1080, so it might yeah. be five ten percent slower. But come on, you know, that's we're looking at a laptop this this thick that is you know, it was like three quarters of an inch thick with 1080 class graphics, which is like not I've that's, never seen before, so. That's the amusing part to me. This technology looks really cool, actually. I, I really dig it. But it's amusing to me that last year they are like, hey, now we can shove a whole full 1080 in the laptop, and you won't need to cut it down anymore. Cut it back. No more dialing back. Then this year, the big announcement's Max-Q, and it's like, okay, we'll dial it back just a little bit. To, so it's just <laughs> ironic to me. Yeah, but I mean, so the practical upshot is like, so a brand new design, like the RX 501 is a new design sort of made to house the TDP of, of that 1080 part. But if it's an existing laptop, there was, you know, the MSI's GS63 VR, which is, a, you know, in its day, a fantastic laptop, super thin. And when it came out, we were just like, we were crying because you're getting GTX 1060 performance out of, out it wasn't of something even that, that long thin. ago. It was like October. Well, that's forever ago. right? <laughs> so basically that same laptop, very, there are probably a little bit of mods to it. They're running GTX 1070 graphics, which, you know, at the time. When the GS63 VR was new, 1070, you really had to have a big, thick 8 eight to 10-pound gaming laptop yep. to run. So now you're running that same amount of performance almost at down to a 1060 chassis, which is like, it's it's really a leap forward, I think. So Yeah, I mean, that's basically the same size as what your Dell XPS 15s, like yeah. your work, yeah, your just work a little oriented ultrabooks. And the thing is, they didn't, so they had, so they have a 1060, 1070, 1080. I saw 1070-based laptops with the max q technology at 1080 with the with the asus and they didn't show off any 1060s but if you think about it that 1060 will be really interesting because if you take a 1060 part and you're able to shave a significant amount of tdp off of that part what can you get that into and i sort of like wanted to know like could you get 1060 no the xps 15 is is smaller than the gs63 vr but i want to know could you get that into a that was like a 1050 class could you get um 1060 into an XPS 15. They said, eh, it's a little bit much. They really sort of think 
you can get 1060 into laptops where you're seeing um, 1050 Ti parts right now. So damn, yeah, damn, because there was a <laughs> Asus actually announced a 1050 Ti based laptop that looked like basically as thick as a MacBook Pro 15. So you know, it's like wow, that's that that, and you're getting 1060 glass, uh, 1060 class graphics and something that small. It's like damn, right? That's that's VR. That's everything. Um, and this and something you can one hand. In one hand, yeah. So mm-hmm. that that's very impressive. As much as you know, I don't quite un- the Max Q thing is a little little strange to explain to people, but it's an aeronautical. It's, it's not a concrete technology, right? It's not like something that you can say, "Hey, this is a, a G Sync monitor. You need to put this chip in, and then your stuff will run smooth." This Max Q, it sounds like it's a more complex endeavor where they have to work close with laptop manufacturers and kind of design the whole thing with them. Right. Works with GeForce Experience. So there's, you know, there's power, GeForce Experience, there's cooling. So they have to, they, there definitely is work because you are pushing some of these laptops to the very envelope of what they can handle as far as heat goes. But it's like, damn, it's like everything sort of notches down almost if you could do it. But again, I think a good example is that GS63 VR, which is like 1060 in October. Now you're getting near 1070 performance. Now. 1070. 1080 would be awesome, but. I don't think it's how far line do you, how far down the line do you think this will go? Like, do you think we'll start seeing 1050s in like your ultrabook class laptops? I I gotta imagine they're gonna. I mean, they have kinda, an, that'd be kind of they, na- they have not announced anything, but yeah, why not apply this to lower end GPUs, right? So yeah, you can get a 1050 Ti, which is like damn near 970M graphics, right? So which you know a year and a half ago, two years ago, 970M was like rocking. You like you had a real gaming laptop if you had a 970M. So what's in the base of a Surface Book? That is a top shot at 965, I think. 965 yeah. M. Yep. But they're connected through like a, you know, like a, a buy two Gen 3 connection. Doesn't seem to affect it too much. Mm. But it pretty much Surface Book runs flat out with a, um, a X, the previous XPS 15. So 960 M versus 965. They're just about even in the Surface Book. So, but yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, God, you think about it, you're putting. If you can get a 1050 Ti into something smaller, thinner, yeah, you can get real gaming. It's it's funny because like you were saying, like a year ago is the first time ever in my life I actually with the new GTX 10 series parts. Basically, it's the first time in my life that I ever considered getting a gaming laptop. I still haven't bought one. I'm kind of shopping around, <laughs> you know, don't have any money. Uh, so uh, yeah, but it's the first time that you can get them in laptop form factors that make it compelling, not these giant beasts. And this is, pushes it down that much further. It's crazy how far gaming laptops will come in just a year. Right. It's pretty insane. But that name is dumb as hell. Zephyrus? <laughs> <laughs> it's an aeronautical engineering thing about something like they design it for the maximum stress of a... Aer- uh, okay, I don't understand. <laughs> Way nice. beyond me. But yes, it does sound like a max headroom. They should just call it max headroom, right? That's just like, <laughs> might work a little better. Well, I'm sorry. I just, I just glanced down at the Apple keynote. Nobody cares. It's iOS, so... Uh, all right. Do we have any questions about Max Q? No, nope. it's exciting stuff. Nobody. Well, actually, uh, one random question. Uh, Ruru two asks, uh, did Razer bring another three monitor laptop to Computex? You know, I didn't see Razer there. I mean, uh, honestly, there was so much happening off the show that I didn't get a chance to really walk the floor. I didn't, but I didn't see any see, news. I didn't see any news out mm-hmm. of them. So okay, I think that's has that even been sold yet i, I know it's, no. No. <laughs> it looked cool yeah. gotta give the razor to sort of like go for the the high end there yeah um, 
Should we get to the last one? Speaking of high oh. end. Speaking I'm of high end, no, good speaking, segue? No, not a good segue. No. <laughs> Actually, speaking of mysteries. <laughs> speaking of speaking high end. Of, you still can't buy Radeon Vega. <laughs> yeah. Segway. Yeah. Oh, you can get that in the new iMac Pro, though, right? Yep. What the hell's that? In, 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 they say in December, the new uh, iMac Pro will have Vega. Uh, oh, there you Vega. go. Vega's coming out. Here, good segue. Uh, at Computex, they said that they would be teasing more Radeon RX Vega, the consumer version, at Computex. And uh, basically all the new info was it'll come out at SIGGRAPH at the end of July. So, okay. <laughs> that was the second. Stay AM, tuned yeah, in the AMD subreddit. So oh, catch man, me up on AMD that. AMD subreddit was burning down. That place was <laughs> interesting. Were people? I ex- was up till like midnight just reading the AMD subreddit. Just interesting place. Yeah, you know, I, I don't think people were. I loved no, not that I got any joy out of this because I I didn't have a chance. But I love to like. I will say, as a Warriors fan, yesterday I was at the Cleveland Plain Dealers website to read the fan reaction. So. Oh, oh boy. we got two more to go. So I screwed up like last year. Not going to jinx it. But the, so, was Vegas supposed to be shown off at Computex? I wasn't. Well, the thing is, at earlier this year, uh, at their analyst day, they showed off. They said, hey, Vega will be out by the end of June, right? And then at the analyst day, they showed off the Vega Frontier Edition, which is the first Vega graphics card. It's coming out June 27th. Uh, it is not for gamers whatsoever. They keep pushing it's for visual designers, et cetera, et cetera, and how expensive it's going to be. You go on and wait for Vega. So just a couple days after that, they had an uh, Raja Kadori, the head of Radeon, had an Ask Me Anything on the AMD subreddit. And people asked him about that. I mean, you know, when's Vega coming? And he's like, don't worry, we'll show more at Computex. Then they came to Computex. They showed Vega RX graphics cards, so the consumer graphics cards, using two of them to run Prey at 4K, which can comfortably run on a single GTX 1080. And 1070. They didn't show any frame rate counter, so you have no idea how well it was running. And then they said, "Uh, we'll show more. It'll be launched at the SIGGRAPH conference in July, which the SIGGRAPH conference, I looked it up after, starts July 30th. So it's like the very end of July. Mm. Yeah, and that was running Crossfire mode, right? So that's true, supposedly. Yeah. On a Threadripper. So yep. I did not yep. see it, that machine, honestly, um, at the at the thing. It was boxed up and whisked off before anybody could actually take a look inside of it. So yeah. just a po- everybody was disappointed? Yeah, the wait for Vega continues. A lot of people are <laughs> unhappy. A lot of consumers. It makes sense. I mean, a lot of people think HBM is the, you know, constraining factor here. And with them putting out the new Radeon Instinct stuff and this Frontier Edition, if they can only get X amount of HBM2, it makes way more sense as a company for them to sell it for as much money as they can get in these professional applications. But the the crowds are getting restless. But why not just, I mean, like NVIDIA does, they have an HBM2 version that's, you know, ultra, ultra expensive. And then they have like a GDR5 Plus version. Why doesn't AMD pursue that same strategy? Because HBM2, I can't imagine being cheap. They might. No, they haven't officially announced Radeon RX Vega, so who knows? They might. But uh, it seems like they've bet a lot on HBM so far. Yeah. So. And that seems to have <laughs> bit them before. The Fury X was, you know, one mm-hmm. card in the world, it felt like, almost. Yeah, the Radeon, the Fury X, the first-gen HBM, was short supply for months and months and months, and it was limited to 4 gigabytes of RAM because it was HBM1. So 
there wasn't much reason to buy. I mean, there were specialty reasons to buy it, but it was very niche. So this is like a, a Carmen San Diego thing at this point. Like, where in the world is Radio on Vega? <laughs> <laughs> or is it's it the, the Where's yeah, Waldo? The, both. Why not? <laughs> it's uh, the same for the Radeon card you can actually buy right now, too. Right now, not only can you not buy Vega, you can't buy the RX 570, pardon me, or RX 580 either. They're new 500 series cards. They are out of stock or selling for like $500 elsewhere. Because, remember a few years ago, Radeon cards dried up pretty hard because of Bitcoin mining, Litecoin mining. There's a new mining uh, cryptocurrency called Ethereum that was built to resist the specialized hardware that Bitcoin and whatnot had since moved on and specifically worked better with graphics cards. So everybody mining those is buying up the Radeon cards left and right, and you can't buy them. So right now, if you want to buy a Radeon card, you can't buy anything more powerful than the $100 RX 560. Yikes. We actually have a couple people in chat saying uh, it was actually Apple who bought up all those uh, AMD cards. You know, they're, they're announcing Radeon and, and Vega left and right on, on their stream, so... Hmm. So, are so these... good good for AMD because they probably charged Apple a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> Is this true? I mean, are these just rumors? Because they sound like convenient cover stories for, for um, lack of supply. The people, uh, CompuBase, uh, I believe Danish site, asked around at Computex, and all the vendors were telling them it's the miners. You can find plenty of pictures online of people going into Micro Center or whatnot and buying like 20 art buying them out of wow. uh, graphics cards, which Jeez. is what miners do. Jeez. And if you look at the price of Ethereum, it's gone from about 20 bucks at the beginning of March to over 220 bucks now. Whew. So it's surging and it reacts. And you mine that very, very well with Radeon cards. So hmm. more, than, more so than GeForce. Always, yeah, because uh, Radeon's better at compute tasks. God, you know, you would think Intel would actually build in um, specialized hardware. As an instruction set or something <laughs> to a future CPU. <laughs> well, like, mostly for the most part, uh, most of these uh, cryptocurrencies have moved on. They have specialized ASIC hardware, yeah, which people build specifically for the task. Uh, but this particular Ethereum was built to resist those. Hmm. So it, it's built to not be taken over by people who can afford these specialized giant ASIC farms. What? what? Huh. I don't want, like, who the hell does that? I mean, I could see, like, what, did that? Did AMD write that? Because, I mean, why would you Why would you want to write, a, create a, a special kind of cryptocurrency that you could not run on a, on a, on a card to be more, more productive? Um, well, a uh, problem with, uh, I'm no cryptocurrency expert. Let's start out with that. <laughs> but a problem with... Uh, a bunch of the existing ones is that when you start getting into ASIC hardware, they're really expensive. So the control of the cryptocurrency is collected into a handful of major organizations who have all this ASIC hardware. And cryptocurrency is based entirely on trust. So having it kind of centralized is against the point. So, Huh. You would just think that <laughs> they'd, run it, they'd want to make it so you'd run it on just general, general purpose hardware. So you'd run it on a CPU more so than anything. But mm -hmm. I guess they think GPUs are more available to people. They're just better at it, and you can't buy any Radeon cards right now. <laughs> but that really hurts in the wake of Vega not coming out until the very end of July. And Lisa Sue just said it'll be launched at the end of July. There's no news whether it'll be paper launch, hard launch, when it'll actually be available. Hopefully it's not like the Fury X where there's only like 10 of them available. 
But then that came out, and then all the RX 570s and 580s were disappearing right around the same time. Hmm. And there are a lot of unhappy people who were looking to buy Radeon graphics cards. Wow. So, Brad, are, is there any overlap between those two groups? Or is it just in general, the whole of the AMD fan base is just has nothing right now? Like, I'm thinking that someone who wants Vega is not necessarily the same person who's looking to buy an RX 580. Um, yeah, that's true. Um, it depends. I mean, if you're saying, I'm not going to wait two more months for Vega, I need a graphics card now. I've been waiting for Vega for months already because they shared it at CES. Uh, you might just get a RX 580 for now because you have a free sick monitor and you can resell uh, it in a couple of months. I see what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. So. I noticed that the sales had started drying up because there was that like period for a while. Where I was constantly sending you links for, you know, uh, <laughs> RX 480. Like, hey, it's super cheap right now. And now mm-hmm. it's like, nope. Wow. I wonder if people if people are cranking up their old 290X cards for that. Because, I mean. They are. I've seen reports of people selling a 290X for over $300. Good Lord. Jeez. Maybe it's time yeah. for me to sell some of my old parts, y'all. <laughs> Those 290X cards, you crank those fans up too for the those oh they're just It gets nice and warm. The noise <laughs> will drive you insane. So, so oh, that's crazy. But yeah, if you have a 480 or 580, 470, 570, uh check out things online. I mean, you might be able to sell it for a profit over what you paid for it and switch it out with the GeForce card and end up with some money. <laughs> you know pocket. what's even better, Brad? Is if you work in an office, you just crank it up at work. They don't know what you're doing. We tried that at our last, the, my last job. I was like, we're going to do this at work and make company company pay for it. That was the joke. <laughs> like, you could just like run a, you know, like a rack of machines at work and they don't know. <laughs> so, you know, uh, thought would be, hey, this is, this is actually good for AMD. They're, they're selling out all their stock, right? You know, they, they like, but is this good for AMD that they're actually selling through on everything? Um, well, they're selling everything that they can. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's good in pure dollars and cents. But on the flip side, uh, you know, that has to hurt brand awareness in some way. If, you know, these are Bitcoin miners are in it for, for in it for cold, you know, hey, I'm in it for efficiency, as opposed to people who are looking to buy cards and get into gaming and be vocal about gaming and whatnot. I mean, and if you go to go buy a Radeon card right now and see that they're $200 options, $500, if you can find it. I mean, that all kind of hurts, but I'm sure they're happy selling them. I know uh, motherboard vendors are starting to get in a specialized uh, Bitcoin or Ethereum, cryptocurrency mining motherboards yet again, which they did during the height of the Bitcoin craze too. ASRock just showed off a cryptocurrency motherboard with all kinds of GPU slots in them. Huh. Weird. Crazy. I just, <laughs> I've seen some of them where they'll have the cards will overhang they're built right, so they overhang the machine. And they just run the you know the flexible PCIe cables to the, as many mm-hmm. PCIe lanes as they can get. I tell you one thing though, you won't be running those on a twenty-eight lane uh, Intel. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you could because you don't need you don't need a by sixteen connection for that. But wouldn't that be funny? You'd be like, you couldn't run enough. You uh, got a funny uh, uh, comment here in YouTube that I laughed, I gave a little chuckle. Uh, para. Drob, I don't know. Uh, says uh, Vega is taking a long time because they're working with a developer on a new game called Prey. <laughs> yeah. So well, he showed that off. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Do we have any more questions uh, that we need to burn through before we... Yeah. Well, one last question. I know you wanted to kind of uh, touch on this a little bit. It doesn't really fit into this segment, but well, whatever. We'll, we'll get in there. Uh, did Creative Labs release that new thing yet from Jam Future? I think... I don't know. Honestly, I will have to check with Creative to see what's going on. Okay. I did see a cool feature. It was on a Gigabyte motherboard. And they had a Creative 720. I'd never heard of it before, so I I, do, I need to catch up with with Creative. But let me ask you: Do you think it's cheating? So, um, uh, <clears throat> it, what, it basically it you run your game audio through it, and it analyzes the position of where something is, and it shows you where it is on a little radar plot device. Oh, that's cool. Of course, um, ASUS has had this in their sonar or their sonar part, but as explained to me by Gigabyte. This new feature is running on external hardware or running outside, so it you know it doesn't get picked up as a as a cheat by some of the engines. Some mm. of the some of the engines will consider oh. sonar radar style you know um, hacks to be cheating, and apparently they're sort of like they've moved this so you can't even detect it, which sounds like they are very much aware that it's being used to cheat. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it would. You know, it had a game and it had a little monster and you could see where the monster was based on the sounds it was making because, you know, the, the you know, the positional audio, if you know how to, you know, reverse engineer that to figure out where it is, you can you can tell a person where something is coming from. So that's pretty cool technology, but that's totally going to get you banned in games. At some point, I think. <laughs> Not if they can't detect it, <laughs> which sounds like, wait a minute, that does sound like they're aware that. <laughs> <laughs> it is being detected as a cheat, so they're making it so it's undetectable because it's outside the hardware loop or something like that. Is I I don't know. Feels like one of those gray market sellers. <laughs> that sounds like, super cool for single player <laughs> games, though. Do you remember? So ASUS has this in their monitors, which of course other people do as well now. But it used to be where you could create a reticle on the screen and you could move the reticle, so it was hard coded into the UI, like you know, like when you. Like on your monitor, when you cr- you pull up the change contrast and brightness, it was part of that UI. So it was completely undetectable by any game. So then you could have a virtual reticle on the screen for the games with hardcore modes where you're not supposed what? to have a, a reticle to aim, right? I used to play uh, Xbox when the Gears of War first came out, the Xbox 360. I used to play that a bunch. I had a big old projection 50-something-inch screen, the big fat ones before, you know, <laughs> flat screens of the rage. And I used to play that pretty competitively online. And I actually took tape and tape put tape marks in the very center of my screen so I could <laughs> pop people from behind cover. Without oh, nice. <laughs> That's, That's cheating, cool. bro. That's totally cheating. Yeah, I killed a death Brad ratio. The cheater. It was awesome. But not detectable. <laughs> not detectable. So, yeah. So, was it cheating? If no one can detect your cheating, <laughs> is it cheating? Is the question, right? Uh, oh, wait a minute. Uh, did we ask that coil wine question last time? I think we did, right? We did. Yeah, we, we did. did. Okay. I have another question, I think. I'm gonna, this is from uh, Matt Z. Well, let's blow, blow through it quick. Just listen to your latest podcast. Excellent. As usual. Thanks. Expect a check in the mail. Just kidding. There won't be no check in the mail. You guys implied that air coolers are obsolete. I did specifically. And that everyone should be using CLCs. I read stories about motherboards and graphics cards getting destroyed by leaky all-in-one coolers. How unreliable are CLCs? How prone are they to leakage? I have a big, beefy Noctua air cooler right now. Do you think it would be good for me to buy a good, high-quality CLC next time? I do a new build. What do you think are the best CLCs? Um... I generally, basically, they're all made by Ace Tech these days uh, because uh, lawsuit. But uh, I've never seen a CLC leak onto any hardware, and 
I was actually surprised because I was the one who sort of bagged on air coolers because my experience with CLCs is they're just easier to deal with because you can pull them off. You're not cutting your hand on the damn metal on them. I I just prefer it these days for builds because it's just easier. I've never seen one break. Certainly, there are more reliability issues because, you know, there's a pump, there's a cooler, there's more moving parts. You plug in the wrong place. You don't run the pump. Not great. But generally, I've never had a problem with it. And I honestly don't know where all this leaky stuff is. I mean, and plus the amount of liquid in all-in-ones is like, it's almost nothing. So I've just never seen them leak. And honestly, I, I just, is it urban legend? Is this just something the the air cooler guys are spreading because they want you to still buy their stuff? I, I do agree that um, air coolers are less prone to any problems because there's no pump, there's no water. But if you're also taking that box and you're going to your friend's house or shipping it somewhere, having a 55-pound cooler is a problem on some motherboards and some cases as I've seen directly in the past. So I personally like CLCs. Um, you can get to your RAM. You can get to the CPU easier. But, you know, coolers, if you're into it, I guess it's okay. So I don't know. I, I, okay. I want to see proof. <laughs> I, I still want to see proof. To me, I, I just I think I've moved on from, from air coolers. Air coolers were awesome in their day. But generally for me... It goes, you know, stock cooler, which is free, you know, to a Hyper 212 because it's damn near free. From there, it goes all the way to a, a CLC because I have a hard time paying $85 for a work of art that looks beautiful, but really isn't doesn't cool better than a CLC. So I, the high end ones are super effective, though. Like if you get into are. those Noctua's, you get into the cryo rigs, they're awfully they're damn close to closed loop coolers. They yeah, and, they can be. I mean, some of the lower end CLCs. Yeah, I mean, but you can get yeah. these big fat CLCs now that are, you know, almost as as, as effective as custom water cooling. Um, and twice as much as an air cooler. And yeah, twice as much as an air cooler. But <laughs> but, you know, I can get to the RAM, you know, believe me. And mm-hmm. it ain't no fun pulling a, a cooler off to get to the ram so i don't know i, I agree th- with everything you're saying i think all of the problems and solutions you've talked about so far shipping it getting to the ram etc cetera, etc cetera, is something that only 10 percent of people will ever bother with once they make a pc it'll just go on their desk and they'll sit there and the high-end air coolers are very effective for 80 90 bucks whereas you can get an entry-level clc for 100 bucks going up to 150 bucks for some of the fancier ones. So I think I like, I like air coolers. I like the way they look too. I'm a sucker for the aesthetics. And I got to say one thing about air coolers is they can be quieter, right? So I've, I mean, like the silent machines I've seen, they prefer air coolers because as much, it's funny. You would think a CLC would be quieter, but they generally are not quieter because you're forcing all that air through those little funky rads and yep. they're, they're generally noisier. So that it, that does they have a plus, real. but at the same time, what the hell? I've never seen, have you guys ever seen one leak all over the place? I have not. No, opposite, actually. There was a time where I think you left it in your car too long, and then I tried <laughs> to use it for a build, and then it was just like nothing happening. I don't, yeah. I think so it dried out. <laughs> I think I. That, that plastic tubing or whatever. <laughs> yeah, there's no the, nothing uh, in there left. So They're super reliable. I mean, reliability isn't a concern for me. At yeah. this point, they've been around for, what, five years, too? And you would think if they're – an initial worry was that they wouldn't last forever. But at this point, we haven't seen a rash of the early ones dying or anything. So I, you, hearing about them leak are super rare. Reliability isn't a concern, in my right. opinion. Right. And custom – yeah, custom is a little different because you're building it yourself. And, you yeah. know, I have, I've seen those leak all over the place, too, and, you know, we've never blown anything up doing that, so – the argument, though, is like after two years, all that scungy water is going to absorb enough minerals that it's going to it will b- break something. But I don't know. 
to me, it's I've not seen that either. So you don't use distilled water. Well, you, you, you <laughs> use distilled water, and I don't know. I, but the, the thing is, you're going to be leaching materials out of the cool, out of the radiator okay. itself, which is copper, and I don't know. I'd like to see proof of this. I mean, maybe I just got to go search for images of people blowing their systems up. But well, it makes sense, right? You would think, hey, water and computers don't mix, and yes. so if you see a picture of that, it'll stick in your head more than, you know, whatever. But they really don't leak that often. Yeah. And they have killer warranties typically too to protect you in case any of that stuff happened because that is a conception that people have. Yeah, I just I, I just find it's so much work. I mean, to get underneath those coolers, I don't know. Maybe I'm just too old school, like because maybe know. the mounting systems are better now. Sometimes but. though, with CLCs, if you're doing like a small form factor build, getting yeah. the tubes like oh, in yeah. the right position so it's not going all over the place while you're trying to mount it, can be a pain in the butt too. Yeah, and I yeah, that's true. If you're building a, a Small four vector box, yeah. Air cooler is actually preferred. <laughs> it's a lot easier to get yeah. it in and out. Yeah, true. That is true. So, so but, I think it just boils down to like, what's your situation and what's your budget? Yes, there is no such thing as one size fits all. So, pick what APCs. Works for you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I think we are going to be out of here. I've got one last question. All right, uh, thank you for everyone in the chat uh, for for commenting. We we love you guys. Um, Dr. Dinah says uh, he wants an autographed Gordon Maung mouse pad. What are the chances? Oh man, where do you get I, a mouse they, pad? David? Listen, buddy, they didn't even give me a autographed Gordon Maung mouse pad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, you'll get yours after we get ours. Yeah, but so I would autograph it, and it would turn out that this person is just scamming me, and like they're gonna scan it, and then it'll Identity be placed theft. on a forged check, and then like. Oh. That's how they get you. Yeah. 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 I mean, Brow is already docs today, so like we're just gonna try to protect you. For it. There's something to be said for celebrity signing stuff. Like, cause I I'm just like, oh my god, why am I not like whenever I, I meet like, you know, some executives like, hey, can you sign this? And we should just have them sign something and give it away. And it's like it rises. You can have the yeah. whole Threadripper team sign a Threadripper because there's like you've got the like five hundred square inches of <laughs> <laughs> Okay. That'd be great. All right. I'm going to take us out there. All right. Let's do it. All right. So check back in two weeks for your fix of PC talk and the full nerd. For audio listeners, subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. Send questions and comments. You just heard us read one on the full nerd at PCWorld.com. Thanks for coming. I'm Gordon Mong with Brad Charkas. Adios. Elaine Yee. Bye, everyone. And Adam will take us out. Uh, Don't forget to buy your new iMac Pro this fall. Starting at uh, $6,000, $5,000. Anyway, thanks, guys. 